Welcome to Kid Tech. I'm your host, Dylan Collins, CEO of Super Awesome. Today, we got a great conversation with Victor Seiss uh, from Lego. We're going to talk about uh, logistics. We're going to talk about Lego's history. We're going to talk about Lego's future and all of the interesting challenges that toy companies face uh, in 2021. Enjoy. Welcome to Kid Tech. I'm very pleased to be here today with Victor Seiss, who is the regional president of Western Europe of the Lego Group. Um, always excited to have a Lego conversation on the show. There's so much to cover. Um, Victor, thank you very much for stopping in. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me, Dylan. It's great to be here. So, and I mean, let's let's um, let's set a bit of context for the audience. Um, can you talk about your professional career to date, Victor? How how did you come to join the Lego Group, and, and what happened before all of that? Yeah, good question. Yeah, actually, it's uh, it's a very interesting question because I've actually worked before the Lego Group always in technology, yeah, in kind of consumer technology in different types of companies, Philips, uh, Nokia, and then and then joined Amazon. And I kind of love uh, the merger of technology and kind of product and where com- commerce and people get together. But I also found out during the years that what's important for me is to be in an environment which is purpose driven, which gives back to communities, which does good things. Yeah. Uh, And when uh, when basically uh, the Lego group and myself got talking a little bit over four years ago about the role in Europe, it was like, wow, this uh, this is like a a dream. I'd love to do it. Yeah. And uh, and basically it connected really well. And that's that's why I'm here. And. I'm enjoying every day. It's a fantastic, fantastic company with great people, mm. and we have so much still more to do. So, um, just just getting started, I think. And I mean, tell me, what does your day to day look like? I mean, you know, what you know, and 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 I suppose, kind of specifically, where are you involved with Lego, and what do you do? Yeah. So day to day is is um, is basically very varied. There's no there's no standard day. Right. So uh, at the moment, of course, uh, we're early November. Uh, we're spending a lot of time with my team on the in-season. Uh, the biggest weeks are ahead of us and they're ramping up. Yeah. So we make sure that everything, our whole demand generation, the supply, yeah, everything we do online and in the stores is second to none. And then we can reach as many children and parents as we as we as we can. Uh, but of course, we're also thinking about next year. So we're preparing for next year, make sure we hit the ground running uh, for 2022. And uh, in the last kind of few months, more than during COVID, and COVID, I had quite some touch points virtually yeah, with customers and my team. But in the last few months, also started to travel selectively again. And it's great to be able to meet customers again uh, and my team members face to face. It gives me a lot of energy. And it's, uh, it's actually what this business is all about. It is about kind of personal context. So, um, yeah. And I, I mean, Lego is a brand that has been around almost a hundred years, I think, coming up on that, or certainly, certainly many decades. Um, I mean, and, and, and of course, there are many other toy companies out there who have not been around as long or, or are as successful. How do you define what sets Lego apart from yeah. the other toy companies? Yeah, good, good question. So, um, I'll talk about kind of the skills in our teams uh, and, and, and what, what sets us apart. Yeah, um, well, actually, uh, now let me talk about something else first. So what, what 
Basically, as I said, I've been uh, with the Lego group now for over four years and every day is, is, a, is a great day. So the fact that we're actually family owned allows us to take a long term view. So the family actually thinks in generations, 30, 35, 40 years out, which is fantastic. Yeah, uh, the fact that also through the Lego Foundation, we actually give a lot back to communities and give back to children, I think is fantastic. But also what I like is the uh, we're, we're close to next year, we'll celebrate our 19th anniversary. And we've actually been going through quite some big reinventions in that close to 90 years. And actually some also close death experiences in the past, which made us stronger, right? Um, and and uh, and now we're in the middle of one of these reinventions around kind of uh, our whole digital transformation, what it means for us. We're really leaning into that around sustainability, yeah, around how kind of diversity and inclusion comes into how we engage with children and their parents and also how the Lego group looks like. Yeah, so I think uh, these are just a few examples. And that innovation, in my view, really makes uh, makes Lego unique. Yeah, uh, I'd like to give actually kind of one or two examples, if I can, uh, Dylan. One is actually, you may have, you may have seen it, um, a recent installation in London by the artist Yinka Ilori, the Laundrette of Dreams. Mm -hmm. Have you read about it? It's, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, so it's really about, it's a celebration of kids' creativity and it reimagines uh, a community laundrette as a vibrant, interactive play space using over 200,000 bricks. And when Yinka came to us with his idea, we basically said, hey, cool, let's do this. So we helped actually to make his dream come alive. And now we're actually uh, showcasing it to many children around the world. Yeah, so, uh, so that's just kind of one example. Mm. Uh, another example actually of innovation uh, I'd like to call out is, is what we're doing in sustainability. And I'll come back a little, a little bit later on that as well, is we recently shared that we have a prototype brick based out of plastic, out of plastic bottles, PET. Mm -hmm which is as strong as the brick, the Lego brick as we know it, which actually is one of the hard things to do. So we're very excited about the progress we're making in finding sustainable sources, sustainable material for the bricks moving forward. We know we still have a long way to go, yeah, but actually we're innovating in many different parts of, of, of Lego. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I think the innovation is amazing. And you sort of touched on one thing there as well around the, um, the dichotomy of your audience. And by that, I mean that, you know, you are obviously sort of Lego resonates with 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 builders and, and, and children of all ages, you know, fundamentally. But you are, you know, you from an engagement point of view, you are thinking about parents. You are also thinking about younger audiences yeah. and like how do you think about balancing that approach and and how do you think about i suppose balancing where you're you're doing a lot of that brand innovation because that's 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 difficult to maintain consistently yeah it is and uh, it, it is and and well if you think about children and adults yeah um first of all our children and learning through play is at the core of what the lego group stands for yeah? so we really want to reach as many children as we can around the world and, and in fact, we only will stop until every single child around the world will have actually been able to play and build with Lego. So we still have lots of room to grow, right? But we also know, of course, that, that Lego building appeals to people from all ages. And through COVID, actually, adult builders and families building together has been growing quite a bit. And we've, of course, seen that trend over the last few years already. And, and that's also why we've been creating some really interesting builds for 
adults. So we call it like the adults welcome range. They're basically larger, more complex builds. Yeah? Uh, fantastic display models. You see, I have one here, the flower bouquet here in the back of my, Very cool. uh, my home office. So uh, so we, we, we like to build as a family also quite a few of those. And, 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 and that's really around the people's passions around cars, around crafting, around history and sports. Yeah. Um, and there we work in partnership with, with some of the best known brands in the world. Yeah? You think about Adidas, Fender, FC Barcelona. Yeah? Um, and, and that allows us again to tap into new audiences because basically, if you think about these three brands I just mentioned, they have to get 130 million Instagram followers. So it's a big pool for us to find new builders. Yeah, for kind of for Lego. Yeah. Um, now, whilst we do that, we, we do want to make sure that we always stay focused on children because that's actually at the core of, of the Lego group. And what we do with adults needs to help us to reach more children. That's the whole idea. And that's also why actually we, we will continue to put a lot of innovation behind children themes. Think about the Lego Mario sets, which around the passion for video gaming. Think about Lego dots with a passion for arts and crafts. Yeah, so that's that's kind of how we look at that. Mm. And I, I mean, I, I always think it's an amazing balance of nostalgia and what is quite cutting edge. You know, in terms of the intersection between between the very the various IPs, I, I would struggle to name another company that is, has been able to pull off that balance. It's it's it's, it's quite remarkable. Um, like. What are I mean? I suppose this is a little bit of a behind-the-scenes question, but I mean, you know, what are some of the the skills internally at Lego that you see that have that that help to maintain that kind of vision? I mean, what are what are yeah. the people like? What is what is the actual sort of yeah. human intellectual fuel that's yeah. that, that that's driving that? Can you can you share a little bit of that? I can, I can, and I can, and and of course. The success or Lego Group is all built around people. It's any mm. company, I would say. Yeah, your your people are yeah, your biggest asset. But in, I think in our in the Lego Group, it's even more important than in other companies. And it kind of starts again thinking about children. Children are role models. Yeah, and children are curious. They're creative. They're imaginative. And that's also what we want to see and want to develop in our team members within the Lego Group. Because then, especially if you think about the world changing now even faster than ever, there's some pretty big fundamental topics we need to uh, tackle as humanity. And, and children actually will be part of finding those solutions. So that's why we're really looking at how, what, 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 huh, what kind of attributes do children have and how can we display that and create it ourselves and select, recruit team members who have that. So what we're really looking at is, yeah, is curiosity, bravery taking calculate risk yeah without risk taking no risk no gain mm. and but also be focused not try to kind of boil the ocean but really take your bets yeah and do what you actually think can have impact so and that all of that if you do that well then you actually get the innovation if you actually tap into the creative imagination of the team and you give room to play room to experiment you kind of innovate mm. and i'd like to give two examples of where that innovation kind of is coming alive yeah, uh, one is around what we're doing now around our, our all the whole ecosystem around the Lego touch points we have online and offline. Yeah, we have Lego.com, we have Lego Live, we have the apps. Yeah, we have YouTube. We have uh, kind of a lot of kind of YouTube. Uh, in fact, we have 10 billion uh, video views on YouTube. 
and it's the biggest YouTube channel, yeah, Lego. So we have lots of fans over there. Uh, and then, of course, we have Legoland with 16 million visitors. We have our stores. And what we're building really is this kind of experience for families and children around all these different touch points, which actually creates more engagement and more value. Yeah. And, and for that also, Dylan, we're actually hiring. You, you probably have seen it in, in LinkedIn the last kind of two years. We've been hiring a lot of engineers to be able to do that. So we're hiring creative digital engineers, architects, yeah, very different profiles than maybe we've had before to help us make that dream come alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another example is what we're doing around kind of our retail formats uh, in, in the stores, Lego stores, where we have a new format, which we're rolling out now around the world. You can see it in Legoland in, uh, in Windsor. Mm. Yeah, if you, if you want to see it, it's actually a beautiful hybrid of kind of digital and physical type of experiences. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's totally experience led. Yeah. It has uh, a fantastic innovation called the Brick Lab. Uh, it, it's it's mind-boggling. You should see it's an amazing interactive augmented reality experience that brings real-life Lego builds to life in a spectacular virtual world, and that we can do in the store. So this whole re- new retail format, we're also rethinking what that means and bringing new innovation in. Now we couldn't do that without our teams having imagination, creativity, pushing the envelope, mm. yeah, and, and finding new solutions which are out there. So so I think that's that's what makes the Lego group and, and the people in the Lego group, I think, unique. Yeah. I, I I I always think of Lego as being fearless in you know innovation, in in experimentation, in you know, because like when you think about, it, I mean we'll we'll talk about sort of the future toy companies a little bit later, but you know, it's 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 such an interesting challenge to be able to translate from play into digital play, yeah. and you know, it, it you, you sort of listed a lot of sort of the different initiatives, um, and, and indeed more than just initiatives there, like across the Lego group. How do you like? Do you think? Do you think about a deliberate balance between physical and digital play from from the brand perspective or or is that more of an organic thing how, how do you think about that yeah it's a good it's a good question um look we're we're what we do yeah whether it's a physical digital or hybrid experience eventually it we it has to be rooted in the lego brick and the lego system in play that's our core and what we do kind of digitally is actually to enhance that experience yeah uh, that that's kind of what what it starts with, but of course we're consistently exploring yeah, through kind of our research and the innovation we're doing and testing things, is how can we actually create also new types of play experiences and enhance with digital enhancements. Yeah, and, and a good example there is Lego Super Mario, yeah, for instance, which is it resonates fantastically well with children all around the world. Yeah, so we're now in year two and it's still the yeah, the sales are going through the roof. We can't make enough. Hmm. Yeah, uh, so so the partnerships with uh, with Nintendo around Lego Super Mario is a great example because the play experience actually it's not a digital game. Yeah, it's hmm. not a video game. Hmm. It's also not a traditional kind of Lego building if you look at it, even though it's brick based. So basically, it's an interactive Lego Super Mario figure, yeah, which collects coins in real life game levels, which are created with Lego bricks. So it's really kind of morphed together, and the teams have been working like for a few years together. To kind of get it right because it's not easy to find that sweet spot that yeah, where kind of the super mario and lego brick play yeah, kind of comes mm-hmm. together and the team actually has nailed it really well 
And that's also why we see success and it resonates there very well. Mm. Another one is kind of Lego Minecraft. Mm. That's a maybe somewhat more kind of uh, down to earth example in the sense that we we basically create great models uh, to build for children who are big in Lego Minecraft. Yeah, and you can actually build your favorite characters and then display them in your rooms or or then again digitally augmented. And also that business actually that that theme is is growing like crazy. It resonates with boys and girls. Lots of girls love Lego Minecraft. The same, by the way, with Lego Super Mario. Lots of girls also engaged there. Yeah. So there's a lot of things we're doing there, and we're we're still we're working on quite a few exciting things in the in in the lab and in the, kind mm. of our product management team. So. I would say, Dylan, stay tuned for the future. We're definitely not uh, we're not out innovated yet. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, actually, let, let, let's talk about the future a little bit. I mean, it, like a lot of those things, you know, the the Minecraft and the Super Mario crossovers. Like, I, I doubt very much if ten years ago or fifteen years ago, Lego was was thinking about those types of ideas. When you sort of zooming it out to a little bit more of an industry level, I mean. What do you think toy companies need to do differently for the next couple of decades that they weren't doing over the last couple? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, it's it's basically I, I can share what what a little bit about how we're looking at it mm. and and how maybe that could uh, could translate also for the industry what others could kind of learn for. Is really it starts with making sure that we create relevant products mm. that appeal to a wide range of interests, right? Um, but of course, more and more, if you think about children, those interests are changing. Yeah, so kids are spending more and more time playing video games, engaging with digital apps, watching content on streaming sites. Yeah, uh, you, you know the data points in the UK: fifty-one percent of yeah, five to seven years old actually prefer gaming to watching TV. Yeah, and that's that's across the board. So, yeah, so we, we need to continue to kind of test and learn in those new platforms and see how we can extend the play potential yeah, beyond kind of the physical brick and, and enhance that with digital experiences. And I'll give you three kind of examples. Yeah, uh, one actually we, we kind of talked about, so I won't repeat myself, but Lego Super Mario, what I didn't say is it also comes with a companion app. Yeah, a digital kind of enhancement, which allows kids to share the levels they're creating and get inspired with customizations that other kids have made, which is a fantastic enhancement, yeah, which goes on top of the, the physical experience with LEGO Super Mario. Yeah, but also LEGO Life. You're well aware of LEGO Life. Yeah, uh, we actually have uh, 11 million downloads uh, so far of the LEGO Life app. If you think about LEGO Life and LEGO.com, the kids section of LEGO.com, we have 35 million children engaged with us. Yeah, so with Lego Life, children can basically share their builds in a safe environment mm. with other children and get tips and tricks. And it actually resonates very well with that kind of audience. And that's, again, kind of an, 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 a digital layer over what we're doing, which we believe is important and will become more important. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing is about kind of an, an examples around Lego City and Friends. Uh, you may know about it, but maybe not, but we created gamified interactive ad units yeah which explain the features of a lego set but it also gives the kids a fun video game to play with and that actually really resonates yeah, with children who like to play with city or with friends so it's 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 we're, we're trying lots of different things yeah um 
definitely digital and digital enhancement in the toys industry is important and we're, we're, we're doing a lot in that area. We're innovating quite a bit. But at the end of the day, to be successful in the next 20 years also, is we, uh, we also believe it's important that you stay true to your core mm-hmm. and what, what, what your company yeah, really stands for. And, and mm-hmm. with us, that is yeah, still the physical brick mm-hmm. yeah, and learning through play. That is the cornerstone of Lego. And, and we're not, uh, what we do is actually enhancing and augmenting that part. Mm-hmm. And, and you you mentioned a lot of digital initiatives initiatives there, Victor. Um, the like as we look around the legislative and, and compliance landscape, you know there are more and more requirements for um, children's digital safety and, and yeah. well being um, emerging, and, and we're seeing sort of you know new laws being rolled out across the UK and across Europe and other, and other parts of the world. How does Lego think about that, that landscape, you know, particularly in terms of, you know, like communicating the brand and, and, and engagement yeah. with those audiences? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a big topic for us, as you know, yeah, we work very closely with you and we're, it's, it's great. Yeah. Our partnership that you're helping us to actually find a yeah, kind of safe ways uh, towards reaching children, right? So, so digital safety across the board is an important and, and, and urgent issue. Yeah, and for us actually in the Lego group, digital safety is as important as product safety. Yeah, so for whatever we do, it has to be safe for children to engage. Yeah, and 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 nothing should should be able to go wrong. We we just don't want that, right? So. But we're also very well aware, of course, like I said before, is that kids are moving into the digital realm and, and uh, they're playing games, they're engaging digitally, yeah, they're watching and sharing pictures, videos, they're into kind of video streaming uh, with friends online. So that's that's a trend that will continue. You cannot ignore that. And we're, we're, we're embracing that as well. So we want to help to facilitate that, but make sure that those experiences, when we bring them in a way to the Lego world also are... 100% safe and compliant. Yeah, that is very important. And that's what I that's why we work with you and other partners, eh, we're super awesome, who basically share our values and who can bum, who can actually create and build those fun and engaging experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now then if you think about again our, our touch points, our online touch points, there's so many online touch points which kids are engaging with, which makes it even more important for us to make sure that we are. Yeah, uh, creating a safe environment. I mentioned uh, YouTube, uh, how kind of how, how large an engaged uh, area we have, but also Lego.com, video games. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so much, yeah, um, and it's it's our obligation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing, uh, Dylan, I'd like to share. I'm not sure you're you're aware of that, but I think it's a great initiative which we launched recently, which is called Build and Talk. Yeah. Um, it basically helps children to become good digital citizens and to help parents talk around digital safety and well-being. Mm-hmm. And we do that all around the world. Here in Germany, my team actually is doing it in German yeah, with kind of German experts. They're having loads of kind of engagements also with, with, uh, with experts to talk around this. And, and it resonates very well, both with parents, but especially with children. So we believe that also it's, it's our our kind of obligation to educate uh, children and parents in that space. Mm. Well, speaking of education and advice, we have a lot of um, leaders and senior management across the toy sector that listen to this podcast. Um, What advice do you have for them in in what has been, 
you know, a very strange year that follows an even stranger year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Let's see what next year brings. <laughs> 2022, Dylan. Uh, absolutely. It's uh, it's interesting times we live in, right? So, but how much are we learning now? Mm. In in the uh, in the last kind of one and a half plus years, it's incredible the learning curve how it's accelerated. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I, I, I talked to I'm not going to talk around kind of digital transformation. Uh, and I know that my industry peers, they know that uh, and, and they have their own kind of trajectory they're on. And I gave a few things, a few mm-hmm. highlights, how we look at it in, in the Lego group. I'm also not going to talk about supply chain, yeah, which we know is critical. One of these days, Victor, uh, we're just going to do a separate episode entirely on toy supply chains. because I think it's fascinating. <laughs> We should. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a super, super interesting topic and, uh, and more relevant than ever. But I'm not going to talk about supply chain. I'm actually going to talk about something which in the Lego group we're very passionate about, and I'm personally also very passionate about. That's why I'm so happy to be here, mm-hmm. which is around the fact that we as an industry, as a toys industry, we kind of have the opportunity and the obligation yeah, to teach children 21st century skills. Yeah, because we know through our research that that playing, it's not only building with Lego, building with Lego has lots of good things, but in general, play creates imagination, creativity, big picture thinking, risk taking, yeah, problem solving, collaboration, working together with your friends or with your kind of uh, your 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 brothers and sisters and things like that. All these good skills which children need. Yeah, to actually be successful in the world and tackle those big topics which we have ahead of us are very important. Yeah, and 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 our view as as the Lego Group and, and and my personal view also is that we have to take that opportunity to educate. Yeah, uh, so so we actually prepare children for a, a world which is kind of working, changing much faster than it's ever been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the second thing related to this, yeah, it's maybe kind of a smaller topic, but still important to highlight is that. With everything we do, both in, in what we're creating for the children has to be fun, but also within the company, within your own company. Yeah? Make sure you have enough fun and let your hair down. Yeah, We had recently our kind of uh, Lego play day, yeah, uh, which we have every year. And, uh, and I spent time with the, uh, the EUC team here in Munich. We had so much fun yeah? having, having actually almost a full day together outside of the office. So I think having fun... It, and keeping that in front of your own company is incredibly important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, just to wrap up this episode, Victor, um, we we had we, we sort of mentioned the future at various points um, during the course of this chat. Um, one question that we're asking all of our guests for this season is to make you know one or two predictions for 2022, which is rapidly approaching. Um, what 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 do you think the next twelve months or so holds for us? Yeah, well, do you see? Unfortunately, listeners can't see it, but I'm I'm holding this crystal ball <laughs> here in my hand, my right hand, <laughs> my right hand, and I'm looking in a ball. And uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'll I'll share two things uh, mm. about kind of next year, which um, and I'd like to talk. One is around sustainability. Mm-hmm. And, and the importance of that, yeah. But also share a bit more about uh, what, what we're doing ourselves. But then also a topic which I've spoken not yet a lot about is around diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. and how we bring that come alive in everything we do uh, in the Lego group as well. But first around sustainability. We all know 
yeah, we we have we all have a role to play to make the world a more sustainable place. And and as the toys industry, we definitely yeah, need to to do our part. Yeah, uh, and we all need to do define what it means for ourselves. Yeah, but um, I, I I I I think you know, Dylan, as a Lego group, we've set a very high bar for ourselves. Mm. Yeah, we have very high ambition levels. What what we're doing is, yeah, we we basically have said we will go towards sustainable packaging by 2025, and we're well on the way actually getting there. Yeah, we'll have we'll work towards sustainable materials by 2030. So all the bricks which we're creating and yeah, selling and building with will come out of sustainable materials uh, in 2030. We're working super hard and as fast as we can. Yeah? So there's actually 150 material specialists working on cracking the code. And it's a hard kind of problem to solve, mm. finding alternative uh, methods than ABS, as we know it now, uh, the plastic. But we're making progress. And you, you probably have seen the, the announcement we came out with a few weeks ago around, as I mentioned before, the brick, the white brick mm. made out of PET plastic, out of the bottles. That's a fantastic breakthrough, mm. yeah. And and we're really looking at how we can kind of make that bigger. How can we make that scalable? Yeah. Um, but also, what we've done uh, is we've launched Lego Replay, our circular program. Uh, first now in the U.S. and Canada, where basically families who have bricks which they're not using anymore, they can send them to us. Yeah. Uh, to center location, we sort them out, and they basically go back to to uh, to children in need. Hmm. Yeah. So, and there's there's so far to the six thousand kilos of Lego bricks have been returned back to us. Yeah. And 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 it's 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 growing rapidly. In sixty six thousand children in the U.S. and Canada, we've been able to make happy with Lego Play experiences through this program. And we're also looking at how we can uh, how we can actually uh, roll this out also to other countries. So the kind of that is one sustainability hmm. is critical. And it's not something we need to think about or in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. No, we need to act now. Mm. Yeah? The clock is ticking. We all know now, not 10 years, 20 years now. Yeah. Mm. The second thing is around diversity and inclusive play experiences, yeah? uh, which is which is a big topic, I think, for the whole toys industry and for sure also in the Lego group. Yeah. Um, making sure that we value differences which there are in children and the world out there improving representation uh, that's uh, that's that's big that's a big thing for us um two examples i'd like to give here dylan one is around in 2019 we launched with lego foundation uh briar bricks lego briar bricks which is um we, we we actually built with it and played with it um during lego play day yeah uh, and it's for visual impaired impaired children to be able to build and have fun and also create the experience, the, the, the learning experience by building for visually impaired children. It's beautiful. Hmm. When we started to actually, yeah, with, with a smaller group, experience that, it was like, wow. Yeah, the, the fact that we as a company actually creating a bespoke kind of offering for a group of children yeah, hmm. who, who are impaired in seeing, I think that's beautiful. Hmm. Yeah, so that, that's, that's, uh, that, that, that basically, basically makes us go to work every day and hmm. whistling yeah, because we do these kind of things. Now, second example I'd like to give, which is kind of is a more recently uh, example, which I think you're aware of, is that we announced a partnership with UNICEF and the Gina Davis Institute on, on gender in media to help to avoid gender bias and harmful stereotypes across marketing and our products. So we're actually spending a lot of time to think about how, how can we actually make our products, our marketing, our communication, more inclusive, 
more diverse and and talk to all the children and all the kind of parents and adult fans which are out there and everybody it resonates with everybody and that's that's it's it's also that is also not necessarily an an easy thing to solve but it's something we're working very hard on and putting a lot of effort behind to actually get there because it's so important to also lead by example we want to inspire children Hmm. yeah to embrace diversity and inclusion that's that's our role as a company so um and it's it's an incredibly um, ambitious and inspiring set of of uh, predictions and sort of future looking observations victor um it's been a real treat to have you on i i really enjoyed this conversation we'll have to have you back for the logistics episode yeah uh, <laughs> we'll do that <laughs> but uh, Victor Seiss, Regional President of Western Europe for Lego, thank you very much for joining us on Kid Tech today. Thanks, Dylan. It was a real pleasure.